been a little bit of a hiatus, but we're finally back live, and we are here with Howard Stearns. News and comment, comment upon, upon the, the news. news. So, uh, I think, is this show going to go out and people are actually going to hear it? I hope so. Okay. Well, let me just do a plug right now for our first sponsor, Sisters Whiskey. <laughs> well, um, so I have to say, actually, so what, how many weeks has Howard been back? About two weeks now? Three. Three weeks. This is the third week. Um, there were some great moments this week, but I feel like it was kind of, it was rather weak. It was a weak week. Would you? Yeah, I Uh, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. There was a lot of uh, because because it felt like in the first couple of weeks, there might have been there were some things over the summer that he kind of just that happened that he got caught up with. And and then this like this week. Yeah, not really a a whole lot of uh, I mean, there were moments, of course. uh, But, you know, there seemed like a lot of like there was a lot of music talk and i actually you know i like howard's taste in music mostly but like come on he spent like way too long talking like about greta these, van. the yeah. yeah greta van fleet i mean that was and and look i didn't think that robert plant was so indecipherable with his british accent i mean it was just like and it was robert plant kind of taking the piss out of it he was actually kind of making a joke but um but like he spent like you know 20 minutes playing portions of like those david bowie covers that were uh recorded for the show like oh right like six monster years Mash ago yeah the, no. the monster mess thing is kind of funny actually i thought that was i, I thought robin's that was, gash <laughs> oh that was just man I, <laughs> so that was one they dusted off like yes, otherwise yes. i think the content of that like would make it so that howard normally would not play that at all no no but that's because not, no. because there was <laughs> the connection to the monster mash um you know yeah so there were a couple of moments where yeah during this week like that was a moment where i was like oh wow okay howard's playing this you know, song parody that's pretty freaking gross. And then, yeah. and then there's other moments where it's like, wait a second, what? Like, like, um, uh, yeah, uh, Wednesday show when he had ass snap, ass napkin on. Who I, I, I hate even just saying his name. Um, but that was hilarious with the whole Jeffrey Dahmer thing because he does sound like that guy. Yes. But, yes. um, but the whole thing that I thought was strange was, they were talking about um, Ed. I'm going to call him Ed because I don't like saying his name. But uh, he, Ed being on the show and hooking up with this porn star that they all thought was really hot. And they were just like, well, how could he, you know, hook up with this this person? And And like Howard was making sure they avoided saying this porn star's name. Yeah. And... He even mentioned, he's like, I'm not going to say her name because I don't know what she's, I don't know what she wants. She wants to be, she was on the freaking show. Like, 
Why is he not mentioning her name? She was on the show. She was on wow. the E channel with him. It, she was on the show. And wow. he's not going to mention, you know, he's not going to mention. What is, what is that? Can, Mike, explain to me his thought process there or his rationale. Well, you know, that was a time when, you know, strippers and porn stars were probably the more frequent guests on the show. And I think that he's trying to take that. I mean, I think he's cultivated and tried for many years to say that the, the show, while it dabbles in talking about him and his uh, pornographic Mormon masturbation, it does not. <laughs> that was that was great. Just the audio of that. Sorry, just the side. So yeah, yeah. the the Mormon porn reference. The, and and I just loved Robin's comments about uh wow, these like somebody's like, yeah, they deserve an AVN. She's like, they deserve an Oscar. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> but I mean, my point, my point being in saying that is that there's a way in which these individuals who were such the forefront of the past shows that were such a part of it, that were, you know, welcomed in that were featured guests that he, 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 I, I really think he doesn't want any sort of uh, any sort of cast back or like that goes against his whole mentality as far as his new, what, you know, with his legacy, what he's trying to establish. And I think by doing that, it would it would it would kind of it would break the control that he has over that direction because that you know so revisionist howard right um exactly you know, yeah this we're we're going real stream of consciousness now but i mean relating it to stuff this week the the wonderful interview with david letterman that jimmy kimmel did where howard felt so honored the the best part of what Letterman said was at some point he gets interrupted with somebody from the crowd yelling out Baba Booey. And he's like, Baba Booey. I mean, he's like, is this what that guy's legacy is going to be? He's like, they're going to be putting him in the ground and people are going to be yelling Baba Booey. I don't know. If I, I actually I actually watched that segment on. on oh, wow. OK. Well, I mean, I thought that that was like Letterman just really just, I mean, Howard, it's kind of funny because like at the beginning of that interview, Letterman's talking about Howard, like being afraid of Howard, right? He Letterman yeah, was afraid right. of Howard and Howard was going to torture him. Well, and then, and then they became friendly. And I don't know, I have this feeling like when you go back to these interviews with Letterman now, like whenever Howard's gotten to talk to him, Letterman's kind of giving it to Howard every time, man. Like he's punching down a little bit, but in a in a comedic way. But you know, he definitely is. Even like when Letterman interviewed him on his show, or when um Howard's had him on on the birthday show and Jimmy was there too, or in these like moments where he talks about Howard. It's yeah, he's I mean, it's always done in that comedic Letterman way, that like that dry kind of sarcastic, sarcastic delivery kind of thing where, uh, but it's uh, yeah. I, I just thought that line, I mean, it's so that's like the question for Howard and his brain, like in a lot of ways, like 
he would rather when they're putting him two feet, putting him into the ground that they say Baba Booey than like show me your tits or like, you know, you're right. No, play yeah. like a lesbian point. dating That's... game or something like that. Right. Yeah. And he's or definitely. Kielbasa... Yeah. 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 Whatever. You know, the Kilbasa queen or whoever. It's like, yeah, there's there is. Howard is thinking about that, especially with the. Um, you know, the death of Ben Stern. And now um, Ray is. You think about your father. <laughs> think about your father. 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 Oh, man. Oh, Ray. Yeah. So what you, you, you're enjoying him talking about Ray, because I have to say he like, I feel like this week, like, or the last couple of weeks, it seems like every morning he starts starts off talking about Ray. Um, Except and- for that ridiculous beginning of Tuesday's show with the Pete Davidson call. That was, I don't know why he decided to start with that. <laughs> yeah, that was, you mean- know, the, the, some of those imitations are really great. I really like them, some of them. But this one, like, it's the material. It's like, yeah, it's I'm awful, sorry, man. like, Pete is not like that and no and and he's never really i mean there's occasionally like times he's played a character like that on snl right but it's not that would be his like like there's just stuff that's just so over the top yeah what did you speaking of imitations what did you think about the fake wendy that i was gonna say that was i was like wow like they're there for like i mean it broke a little bit and i could tell but like it was it was amazing whoever whoever was doing that impersonation was spot on i like, thought it was good and you know what makes those good even more than the voice is the material right yes i, I mean but, because but she started to answer the questions a little too intelligently yes i know <laughs> But like, in order to make a joke, right? You know, and like she was talking about like Jason and his big belly and like, (laughs) I mean, it's funny, but like, yeah, it stops sounding like Wendy. No, no, not at all. A little too coherent. (laughs) Um, But also imitation wise, I mean, geez, Jamie Foxx, that that little clip of Trump. Oh, my God just like nailed it it was unbelievable and like i loved the best one the one that really got me was like oh yeah you're a fan of uh of uh death row records or he's like yeah could you could you tell us your favorite one he's like no no don't pay all of them (laughs) yeah he's great i mean that's the thing about radio right i mean we're not looking at his face and all of a sudden it's just like whoa that that's him yeah, he's Sammy. a lot better than the Donald Trump they have, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, Jamie Foxx's Donald was great. Um, but I'm getting a little tired of uh, the, the Bill Shatner one. I don't know why that keeps coming up. I don't know. That's- yeah, you know, and you know what's funny is Shatner used to come on the show all the time. And then I think, and I, I think it was like, there were all those Shatner years and Shatner would was if you look back at the, those times, this must have been '90s, early 2000s. He was he was always game for everything, and he yeah. and he loved being around the stripper, whatever porn star, Playboy. Well, there, that's, yeah, yeah. He yeah. definitely loved that. But one of the f- early funny ones is 
He actually went down to the homo room. Do you remember the homo room? See, look at you, man. Yeah, exactly. This, this is when I realized that, I don't know, you need a different co-host. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you about it, you're going to remember this. So, oh, so okay. Howard would have a guest on and usually it was like, I don't know, a sort of attractive dude or something, a, a sex symbol kind of guy, famous guy. And he'd be like, Hey, you know, you want to go down to the basement? I have a room that I can show you. The homo room. Let's go down there. What? What? And then they'd play the... <laughs> Close the door. And then, and then basically Howard would... Uh, they'd, they'd turn into like these... Uh, what he'd do is... These, he doesn't do his homosexual voice anymore. Yeah, no, I, and he wouldn't even like it. I I don't know if actually in the Homer room if he'd put on that voice or not. Oh, really? Oh because he God. just it would always be like this slow build. Like, hey, you want to lift weights down here? And like, <laughs> and it's like, here, let me spot you. And I and anyway, Shatner actually was like a total participant because you. I mean, remember this? Like, right? This is like we were talking about with Jamie Fox. It's nobody can see what's going on it's all theater to the mind right it's and awesome, so some man. of these some of these actors would totally get into it and like usually the problem would be that that most of the people who would be participating would just start cracking up and like could not keep <laughs> keep a straight face but Shatner like you know he busted out his acting chops and he was <laughs> Oh my! Yeah, we could. You you got a YouTube? See if you can find Shatner in the homo room, or you know, actually, we should get that Twitter thing activated. And I realized some yes. of these old bits because the Sternthology, and I won't ma mention uh, who uh, rules the kingdom of Sternthology, um, but uh, I won't mention the that name, name that shall not be mentioned. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> The name um, that of the person who plays the same old bits over and over again, um, that would be a great one to request. And um, I don't know though. I'm, I'm, I'm I also kind of wonder with Howard's revisionism, like you know, he seems very sensitive to lots of things, and I wonder to what extent he's he is censoring his own old stuff from reappearing. Um, well, but then again. Sometimes some really old, pretty, pervy, pretty dark stuff comes out, you know? Well, I, I was I was wondering this week for a, there was this, I forget when it was, uh, Richard Christie was sitting in talking for a little bit. And and uh, I, I was wondering if Fred wasn't even there uh, because Richard was commenting on things. That well, Fred really... When was Richard coming? I, I didn't notice that. Um, I wish I, I should have made a note of it. And that's, you know, that's. The well, problem. I mean, the whole thing, like, I think with Fred not being with them, not being in the studio, I think Fred really doesn't. He doesn't get on the air very often. I mean, the only time he got on the air was when they talked about the that bird duet thing or whatever. <laughs> which 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 uh, Howard Stur uh the uh, Howard Stern YouTube put that out as one of their segments for the week. So that was interesting. So um, speaking of other content like Sternthology and stuff, I've just noticed, I noticed this the other day that um, John Lieberman is now back on the air with a new yes. show. I have not listened to it. Have, have you? 
No, but you know, that was started off about the whole investigation about Ronnie and Gary out in LA and involving the uh, property brothers guy or whatever. Oh, uh, so it's like an investigative journalism yes. show. Yes. And, and John and uh, that's and, a great uh, idea. I have I to listen to it. I, wow. All right. We got to give whoever Marcy Turk props for allowing that to happen. Or I don't know who we give props to, but I like that. I like that. That's some good content. That's something other than, uh, you know, three people who work on the show who aren't funny sitting around and (laughs) talking about what they heard and doing that, doing a bad version of the Chris Farley doing a bad version of an interview, you know? Yeah. Remember (laughs) when... Yeah, yeah. That was great. That's very good. That's apropos. That's that is that is totally spot on. No, um, he he has this. His first investigation was about this situation, and he interviewed the guy, the guy, the from I don't know, uh, the property brothers guy. What do and you heard it? What did he say? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I feel like Howard played a clip of this or something, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, and, yeah. And, and the property brothers guy was like, Yeah, well, you know, uh I was I was I would have been fine with if Ronnie would have come up, but uh uh Gary made it uh, really uncomfortable with the way that he uh you know tried to you know it, it seemed like he was big timing or I don't even know if he said that, but it was just exactly what Ronnie said. And they were having that conversation. And then and then Baba Bowie comes on and and it's like, yeah, I've I've totally apologized and everything else. But then Gary's like, but you have to understand, like in the context, he was with his girlfriend or whatever. And Ronnie's like, what the fuck, dude? Come on, you know, what 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 you just you just said that this is the, the way it was, and now you're gonna go back again and say that maybe you did the right thing. This is I mean, that that's the whole thing about that. That's why I hate. Gary, he is so he thinks I mean, even when he doesn't involve himself, like the whole cum hat thing, like uh, like all these things <laughs> all these things Okay, he, wait, like refresh my memory with the cum hat thing and Gary. Well, yeah, he was all about uh, inserting his uh, you know, his seed on that hat. And then, you know, the next day is like, yeah, I can't do it, guys. You know, I talk with my wife and everything, you know, and and then, you know, and then everyone, the best thing was. And he did that. Wait, wait, wait. He did that actually on the wrap up show, I believe. I think that's. And the the best thing, not on the actual show. Yeah, but the best thing was is that everybody said, yeah, your wife. What do you mean, John Hine? Because they were like, because John Hine won. They're like, you know, like there's like, there is, there is a a worship of John Hine, but of, of Gary, uh, that is almost similar to his worship of Howard. I would almost say that Gary has the same feelings about John Hine that he does Howard. Because John Hine actually created something beyond whatever was attached to Howard. So there's like, I mean, I like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I think there's a lot of people on the staff that feel that way. And even Howard has a respect for John Hine in that he he was much more than the other people on the staff. He's this self-made guy. Yeah, he is. I mean, he uh, 
He did. Yeah. Even though um, he doesn't know a thing about fast food breakfast, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's for damn certain. And actually, okay. Was, so let's, I want. I, that was you, last week, though, wasn't it? That was last it week. It might have been. But let's um, just real quickly, though, on that comment, uh, as someone who I know has tried some fast food, what, what do you think about John Hyde and his opinions on fast food? Well, I mean, I'm of the opinion, like some people who call to disagree with him, is the fact that the guy doesn't eat what is on the menu. And mm -hmm. he, he and to make matters worse, he practices uh, a behavior at fast food restaurants that won't allow you to come back. Like, I mean, he, he he's, yeah, he's a prick. Yeah, right. Uh, and, I, I, and I think, you know, to emphasize this, when they when they talked about being in L.A. and and John going to In-N-Out Burger and <laughs> they're finishing their food and he's just getting his and he's yeah. all proud. But here's the thing, as as a uh, former Californian, I I have to say I've been to In-N-Out Burger and everybody does stuff that's off the menu. You get your stuff in time unless you're doing something really, really strange. Um. I mean, it when they said that to me that they're they got their food in there eat. I mean, even if we gave him the benefit of the doubt and say he ordered last, which we know is not the John Hyde thing because he would have elbowed up in front of them and just stood there. And right. um, but but he can't do his tactic in and out because they literally they they start taking they'll walk up to the person and take their order. You can't stand in line so they don't take your order. Um and then they tell you to stand there and you get your food when they call your number. Yes. Um, and uh, and they do it all in a very friendly way, too, by the way. But I just think I, I can't imagine what his moronic order was. I mean, even if you order well done fries, they just let the fries sit in there a little bit longer. The, they don't cook unless you ordered a really well done burger. They're, it's not going to take any longer. Everything, in fact, most of the stuff that you do, it's just simple add-ons or it actually takes less time because they don't have to put the other stuff on it. And knowing right. him, he doesn't want anything on his burger. I don't understand what he must have ordered like a 10 by 10 or something, which by the way is like Jesus. 10 patties on a freaking burger, which there, people do. Somebody in Vegas ordered 100 by 100. Anyways, it's not the in and out show. But I, I'm just saying that was not about eating the food. That was about John Hine freaking, you know, getting his 500th blowjob or whatever it was. It's the same fucking thing as that. I, <clears throat> but it's well, not five. I'm, what did he say? 300? He's had, yeah, you, you know, some, like, come on, listen, I John. Mean, first, first of all, John Hine is a, a a he's very comedic but like with the whole hit him with the hind when you the way that he reacted to that you sh you see also a way that the guy takes himself a little bit too seriously and uh oh yeah and i mean and, and the thing is is that what we have to understand too is his uh disassociation with the after show has to be a, an indictment of the fact that he he had to realized that what was going on there was not something he wanted to be a part of. So, I mean, you got to give him props for that. Yeah.
Yeah, no, I, I, no, I do, I do like John Hine. I do like his contributions to the show. I, like I said, my favorite thing. Uh, long ago, I said this. Uh, my favorite thing he used to do was the rundown. I mean, I wish they replaced the wrap-up show with him doing the rundown in like a minute. That was always great. And there were some great ones where Artie would like he'd come in and Artie would be like, "Wait, wait, wait, Howard, can I um, can I do John Hines' rundown for him?" <laughs> And John I would be cracking up and Artie would be like, well, this morning Howard had a nice weekend with Beth and that led him to like, <laughs> just like kind of goes, goes down. And Howard so, visited his mother and, uh, and then we well, learned more about JD and his baseball cards that he couldn't sell. Uh, Howard also enjoyed uh, the Peloton remixes, and uh, you know, he's the... which led to Robin's gash, uh, <laughs> exactly. And and I love the diaper rash song too. From Jeez, oh, Wendy. Wendy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the thing I love about that one is you can tell, like. I mean, they couldn't get her to actually sing it, even though she karaoke's all the time. They couldn't get her to actually say so they had to like get like snippets that they just kind of completely edited together and repeated. <laughs> that's uh you know, that's that's what you gotta do with Wendy, I suppose, oh, you know. <clears throat> and so uh what about uh underdog lady and uh her wanting to be on the Kimmel show? Oh geez, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I don't, I have, I have mixed feelings about her because, you know, it's, it's always a little bit of radio gold, but it's also always a little bit, uh, a little bit freaky, man, you know, and, uh, and sad because I remember, I mean, I, I watched the channel nine show and she was on that man. I was, she, yeah, I'm, I'm 46 years yeah. old now. I was like 13 at that time. And she is, was exactly the same. And, you know, Suzanne. Well, that, is, there, there, there was also sad... revision. There was revisionism there because Howard was like, yeah, that was like 20 years ago when he was talking about how she used to be on the show. No, it's more like 30, Howard. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's like over 30. Yeah. Because Channel Nine show was like what eighty nine is when it started, maybe and had maybe a two year she, run. Yeah. I don't even know eighty eight, eighty nine. So <clears throat> yeah, I mean, well, speaking of Howard and revisionism, uh, I, I'm sorry. Did you want to say something else about Suzanne? Uh, she's well, a no. Sad I just case. I, I I just the, the the one thing that I thought was that yeah. when Shuli left the show, I thought that. Uh, a lot of the the, uh, the 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 whack packers would have not gravitated, but I think Chris. I I just want to say Chris Wilding is a, a very good addition to the show. Yeah, I, the I like new Chris. the new whack pack whisperer. Yeah, yes. yeah. No, Chris is great. And here, watch this segue. Speaking of Howard being uncomfortable and sort of. Uh, everybody on the show, you can kind of hear it in this silence sort of getting uncomfortable was um, <clears throat> when uh, Jeffrey Dahmer or Chris Wilding as Jeffrey <laughs> Dahmer starts talking to ass napkin Ed and is like, 
yeah, you know, I'm not going to do the voice, but he's like, yeah, you want to go out to lunch? And, oh, I'd love to go out to lunch. Oh, okay. Well, we can eat some of the the gay men I fucked. And like, you know, and then he goes, and then he's like, well, yeah. Oh, he's like, I'm not into that. And then Chris Watt is like, well, you don't like you, you know, you don't like fucking dead people. And then Napkin goes, well, she wasn't dead when that happened. <laughs> and then you hear this like, whoa, all the air gets sucked out of the room. <laughs> That's one of those moments I wish I could see. This is shit. recording. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And I was just like, what? And then, like, it takes a good, like, 30 to 40 seconds for Howard to be Absolutely, like, yeah. wait, you're you're wait. talking about uh, um, you had sex with a woman and then she died? <laughs> like, and he's no, like, he was like, yeah. At what, at what time did you know that she was dead? I know. And then he starts getting into yeah. it. And he's like, so she died afterwards. Like, he's. So she died like the next day or yeah, after like, and then uh, it's just like, what, what is going on? This Howard. And, and I have to say, I was proud of Howard there because like some of these times with revisionist Howard, right. It's like, he's staring into the abyss and then he's like, Oh no, we got to run. And then, but this time he stared in the abyss and was like, well, what's down there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Besides the cabbage <laughs> smell. Yeah, the cabbage smell. Whoa. Ugh. Ass napkin, Ed, man. Woo. There's another one. Real sorry story. That guy's been, you know, he's been on the show for like, yeah, probably almost 30 years, man. I don't know. I mean, not 30 years, like 20 plus years. Yeah. 20 plus oh. years and now he's some sort of real estate guy or something. What I oh, want really? to know about. Oh. oh, you didn't hear that whole thing? Like, oh, I know. He's apparently suit stand up comic or something. You no, know, he's apparently oh, working out some scam. And and this is one thing that Lieberman if with this new show needs yes. to get on. He's gotta he's gotta do some investigative reporting about um high pitch Eric and all the scammers, and he's gotta reveal them and they should get prosecuted. And um, if, if if they've done stuff, they should get prosecuted. And, yes. And if what sort of was insinuated by um, uh, the discussion, but with Asnapkin, and I don't know if it was this, one of one of the staff came in and explained. It was Wolfie came in and explained. Yeah. All Wolfie said was, "Yeah, um, so." Asnapkin slipped on some ice and w- hurt himself, and so yeah, now he's got some property, and and then they were like, and, and then Wolfie let let out. He goes, yeah, well, actually, you know, Howard, uh, Asnapkin's mom slipped and fell on the ice before Asnapkin did. So yeah, there's. Uh, you know, so these guys are doing some, yeah. some courtroom yeah. shenanigans and some frivolous lawsuits, and uh, yeah, no, every single one of them should have to pay the price um, yes. because the sad story of of what's going to happen, and and partially Howard is very much responsible for this, is that these people can make money from the fact that they're on the Howard's Howard's show. I mean, that's obvious. Right. Uh, Eric can. Uh, can 
what what's the story he's making like 70 grand a month from cameo or something they're 70 saying grand a month wow they were saying something like that or like he, he's making a lot of money yeah wow maybe we maybe we need to do have him do a cameo for us yeah but I, he's more expensive than like everything else man but but you also know the rule with cameo is that if you if you're going to broadcast it or put it on anything that's public then you have to pay like a much more expensive oh. fee. It's not like you're book then you're it's like you're booking him for a commercial, right? Okay. Yeah, that's true. So uh well we'll we'll, we'll, we'll table that for later. Yeah. Uh, Sisters whiskey a home <laughs> Okay, so should we uh do the bobo bit? Yes. Okay. So uh you know, so Mr. Bobo uh, Steve from Florida has uh, has his legal pad full of questions, and there's been quite a bit of controversy because um, there have been allegations that Steve from Florida has uh, taken stolen, stolen question stolen questions from uh, other Stern fans, whereas. Uh, Bobo's reply to that is that they send them to me. They want me to read them because then then I get them on the air and then Howard hears it. And uh, then he, he can hear the questions. And, and so uh, what we're going to do is every uh, one of these podcasts, we're going to come yes. up with our own Bobo question. And it's kind of twofold. Uh, one of them will be the winner and we'll tweet it out. And we'll tweet it out and tag Steve from Florida and see if he. And we, we're giving it to you, Bobo. We're yes, giving you the we question. You can you can choose, and if you listen, you can hear both of them. But there will be one that we will uh, tweet out, and uh, so it's twofold. Either it's the perfect kind of question that Bobo asks, or it's perfectly a, crafted, crafted, perfectly perfectly Boboly crafted message uh, question. Or the perfectly, you know, let's call it the Steve from Florida Lee yes. crafted question. So well, uh, one's the Bobo question, and the other one is a Steve from Florida question. That's there you go, and you can decide which one's which. That's right. Vote vote on vote on that by liking whichever one, right? And then that's okay. Uh, yeah, then I guess we'll post them both, and we'll see. Yes, we'll post but, them both. But and, that's and gonna we'll, be really sad we'll talk- when there when there are no likes on them on either of them. And they- well, which will happen for a while, but eventually when everybody goes uh to to find any sort of commentary well, or, you know, about the news. Actually, I think why don't we start out by us just deciding the, the winner to start and then we'll we'll eventually okay, post yeah. them. That'll be the one that we that'll be the one that we tag Steve from Florida in, or excuse me, Mr. Bobo. Um, yeah. So I'm sorry, Mike. Please go ahead with your uh, your suggested suggestion for Bobo. Howard, it is my understanding that Beth would require or like you to go out to dinner. Uh, you you've been in uh, quarantine for quite some time with a lot of uh, rules and regulations, as Molly has said. When staying there this summer, you have uh, uh, a, a great fear of catching this uh, uh, pandemic uh, 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 aspiration. 
uh, if I'm uh, uh, <clears throat> um, do you think that if Jimmy and David would have had a chance to get together in Brooklyn afterwards and it was in the correct place that you would have joined them to discuss your uh, feelings about uh, the uh, current uh, conditions of media and uh, your love of uh, radio and television. Your thoughts. <laughs> All right. Well, that's I. I can answer that for Bobo, and that is a big time no, no way, Bobo. But uh, yeah, you know that was a very good uh, long winded Bobo question. Yes, indeed. Um, but yeah, there's no way Howard is uh, is. I don't know. He he said that. His, uh, no, no. Memphis... They, you know what they would 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 probably be more of a possibility would be. Uh, he would call up Jimmy and be like, "Hey, Jimmy, why don't you get Dave over to my apartment?" Yeah, but but did but did and you then, hear in did you hear in Jimmy's interview with with Howard? He was like, "Are you going to ask him?" about hanging out or are you going to take that next yeah, yeah, step yeah, with yeah, him? yeah yeah so that's yeah. that's why that's why I was trying that's No but he, no I see what you're saying but I mean you do remember Jimmy's answer to that was like well no he's not going to do that he's not going to be all right with that and I don't want to I don't want to suggest that yeah, but, but if he asked me yeah of course you know it's like he's not he wasn't trying to do that but uh but he but he did he did that there was that thing where part of their interview was like are you going to take it to the next level with dave yes, like yes. and that and that that's that's why i that's why i was angling and trying to understand his thought process with uh with with the way that perhaps maybe uh if he could be with david if he could come along in an outside setting your thoughts I think you are granting Bobo about uh, 17 or 18 more IQ points than he actually has. But uh, that, that would take him out of the feeble mindedness. Exactly. Just normal. Just a normal. Uh, so, okay, uh, okay uh, sir, come on. All right. Um, okay. So I, I'll, I'll keep. Uh, well, okay. Uh, Howard. Uh, on today's show, you discussed, or last week's show, you discussed uh, the situation in your household with the fabulous Beth Stern and uh, the cats and your the rabbit. New, the new addition, rabbit, the the rabbit that you have there, <laughs> and you have discussed how. Wonderful, the the rabbit is to watch uh, eating the 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 the, the wabbit, and the eating and the, it it the, the, how it learned after the procedure. No, the, the, the spading, the, the spade procedure that uh, stop interrupting me, Bobo puppet. Uh, the the Sorry. the procedure that it learned to uh, uh, not to uh, pee who uh, do it, <laughs> but 
you talked about how oh, cute this rabbit would be to eat to, while eating, and you would watch the rabbit eat. Uh, Howard, I know you love carrots, and would you ever share a, a carrot with your rabbit? Oh, that is awesome. Dude, that is so good because you're talking about Beth because <laughs> Beth was kissing the rabbit. And everybody. Exactly. <laughs> uh, that's good. That's the question. <laughs> that's the question. Well, now you're going to have to transcribe that somehow. Oh, I, honestly, I just, all I was thinking about is that I wanted Bobo to say the word wabbit. I know that's Ed. Did you see? I was, it was like, oh my God. It's like I mean, such, it's total it's, Elmer Fudd. I was, well, but I, yet not. If he says, if he actually said that question, I would love, I, I mean, Wabbit. Fred would suddenly turn his microphone oh on God. and just start, like, he'd just be like, Waskily Wabbit. You know, yeah. Fred would go nuts on that. Oh my God. Oh, Ravi, that was, that was special. I'm sorry I said your name. I should have said that. <laughs> Uh, anyways, okay, so uh, anything you're looking forward to, the big news this next week that Howard is looking forward to is that uh, the um, prickly and um, controversial Jan Wenner will be on the show, yeah. who Howard just idolizes in a very weird way. Um, a lot of controversy about that guy. Um you know, uh, the biggest one, especially that's resonating today, is, you know, Rolling Stone magazine seemed the big, uh, you know, kind of alternative press of of the day and, right. like, really a culture shaper and stuff. But if you really look at it historically, um, <laughs> they barely included people of color until, like, oh, yeah. the 80s. Until the 80s. yeah. It just it just wasn't yeah, done. That, <laughs> that that's and and that is the big thing that Otis, he, my man. <laughs> exactly right. And and talk about revisionism. At some point, they started you know they started stepping that up and like trying to really Dude, change things. Dude, they were things. so poo pooing on like NWA. Oh yeah, hip hop, I mean, everything. Oh, yeah. Shit. yeah, I mean it, you, yeah. like they just like they basically only started acknowledging Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson in the eighties. Wow, you know it like there was never, never any like you know no no people no. of color and and so you know whatever and then also Jan Wenner and his I'm sure Howard's going to talk to him about uh, his him being in the closet for so long and stuff too um but yeah i don't know it'll be an interesting interview just because that guy never does interviews um so uh and i know it's also interesting whenever howard is really excited about he is. an interview yeah and, and he paralleled he paralleled david letterman and he when he said he's like next week we're gonna have uh jan winter on who also I have to because he made him a national name out of New York and he had that whole criticism about radio and people in New York were like I don't know who you are and they're like well we can't walk down the street in Washington DC you know without everybody you know loving us and uh, and everybody and and I can't believe Imus's name was brought up again this this week so, yeah. I mean Jesus 
Well, speaking of other interviews that was, uh, and I know we should wrap up, but the uh, the the one that, uh, you know, Howard sort of rarely mentions the ones that got away, right? And one of the ones he talked about this week was uh, Paul Simon. And his bathroom incident with him. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that was kind of surprising to me because it was like, wait, Paul was really nice to you and you were friends with Eddie Simon. I don't know any of that story. I, I'm, that's one that I'm stumped on in terms of the history of the show. It said that he was on the show many times. Yeah, yeah, they said that. And I, I, don't, I don't remember. That was before my time, I guess. Um, and uh, I just, yeah, I'm just surprised Paul, because he's a notorious New Yorker as well. Like, right. why wouldn't he ever, you know, and... And especially, you know, a lot of those guys would come on to 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 um, promote like charitable causes and stuff, right? So I'm just really surprised that uh, you know Paul never decided to, and he's definitely a big charitable guy, and um, you know he's pals with all those people. It's just like Springsteen, right? I mean, Springsteen's apparently actually a big fan of Howard's, but hasn't done it yet. Well, you know, I mean, I guess, you know, maybe Springsteen likes the old Howard. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. And I think that is the perfect note to uh, to end our show on. The old yes. Howard. I just, I love the idea of like Bruce, like strumming his guitar and like listening to like lesbian dial a date. I, I, I love That's just. And it was happening. It was happening in real time back in when it was. In real time, yep. <laughs> and him and little Steve, like, yep. sitting there and listening. They're like, wait, 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 Bruce, hold on. <laughs> There's a back door. <laughs> oh, jeez. Screen okay. door. Okay, all right. All right yeah. Okay, now, yeah. before you start it, before you start uh, improvising lyrics here, so... Yes. Uh, <laughs> We'll we'll call the show and then we've got an uh, thank next you for week. listening by the way thank yeah, you very all right. much for listening so let, yes and let's uh, let, let's see you next week we will see you next week. <laughs>